Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcasts. The PropCast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. WinBet is now live in Colorado, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Tennessee, Virginia, and Arizona. From boosted parlays to in-game odds on every major sport, WinBet has what you need to win. Sign up today to receive a $1,000 risk-free sports bet. Download the WinBet app now or visit wynnbet.com and start winning today. We're also brought to you by PropSwap, America's marketplace to buy and sell sports bets. Check out the new PropSwap.com and use promo code SGP on your first deposit to receive up to $500 in bonus cash. We're also brought to you by Prediction Strike. Prediction Strike is the only performance-based sports stock market where you can buy and sell shares of professional athletes. Use promo code SGPNPROP to receive a free athlete share with your first deposit of $20 or more. We're also brought to you by Odds Crowd. Are you the best NBA better in the US? Odds Crowd is challenging you to prove it with their free-to-play fantasy betting contest. There's a three thousand. There's three thousand dollars up for grabs in their season-long contest, and two hundred dollars every week in their weekly contest. Just head over to oddscrowd.com to sign up now. And of course, don't forget to download the SGPN app. Your home for all of our free picks and podcasts. And welcome everyone to the PropCast NFL Edition. Week 6 already, Thursday night football edition. We'll take you through the Sunday, or sorry, the Thursday night game. Currently 7.56 on the West Coast. And I'm joined by my Brody, the man, the prop god. Feels like I haven't talked to him in a while, but it's Dan Titus. Dan, how you doing, buddy? It feels like we haven't got together in a while, man. You a busy man over there at uh at uh, Action Network now, man. What's going on? Yeah, working me too hard, man. Um, but nah, yeah, it's uh great to talk football again. I know we're man, we're like what less than a week away from NBA, so it's like yeah. all these sports converging at once. I know you're still grinding on MLB. Yeah, I'm sure there's NHL DGENs out there somewhere too, man. So this is like the craziest time of the year, but always got time for the props. And uh, my birds are playing on Thursday, so yeah, I mean, gotta gotta throw in some props in there. Hundred percent, man. Exciting times. Big game for uh, Philadelphia, like Dan mentioned. Um, so let's just dive right into it, man. Thursday night game, we have the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, the defending champions, with the goat at quarterback Tom Brady. Coming into Lincoln Financial Field in Philadelphia, um, let's let's talk about the 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 game lines here real quick, Dan. I know you're the Eagles fan, so I think you'll have a better perspective about it. Um, so I I'm wish. Currently, <laughs> I'm currently seeing. Let's see. Let me see the game lines there. Yeah, six and a half uh, on the spread for the Bucks minus six and a half. Totals moved a little bit up to fifty three. Uh, Dan, quickly, let's get your thoughts on, you know, how the Eagles are playing so far this season and uh, and thoughts on this game for tomorrow night. 
Al, the Eagles are playing this season. So I would describe them as inconsistent. Um, they can't okay. finish drives. Their defense is also pretty inconsistent. But they showed up against Carolina last week. Yeah, We saw them actually apply some pressure. They're getting to the quarterback, which I think we saw, you know, a lot of hype around Sam Darnold in the in, through the first four weeks of the season where he finally faced some pressure. And I think it made the difference. And we saw Jalen Hurts kind of be a gamer here. And uh, there's been a lot of speculation about whether he can really be a franchise quarterback. I, I see I see he's got the he's definitely got the determination and that motivation at the end of the game to want the ball and yeah. put the ball in his hands and actually do something with it. So I feel really great about that. The things I don't feel great about are the play calls, man. Nick Sirianni, I think he's trying to outthink everybody, thinks he's mm-hmm. probably the smartest man in the room. There's a lot of opportunities where they're leaving a lot of drives empty handed, either going forward on fourth downs, which, you know, if they're Bre- if they're Brandon Staley, you know, I think his analytics team is is a little bit more savvy than the Eagles. <laughs> yeah. Um, but what from what I've seen in, in in just the get into the red zone, they try all this trickery and they mm-hmm. abandon the run. They don't even establish the run. That, that's not a recipe for a winning franchise right now. Um, I yeah. think that they have certain pieces, but they got to put it all together. And ultimately, you know, I think Sirianni's got to. He just got to get a little bit more crafty with going back to basics and fundamentals of of having to lead this team because I think they're trying to get too cute in moments where they don't need to. Kind of want to also get your thoughts on you were talking about inconsistency and we haven't seen much of the running game here for come to fruition for the um, for the Philadelphia Eagles. I mean, really inconsistent. I guess you're like you said, play calling. I mean, there hasn't been much from Miles Sanders. After the first two weeks, you know, over the last couple of weeks here, he's only had, what, 20 carries and about 85 yards total. So do you think they probably need to make more of a commitment to the running game? It's interesting because I think he's caught in a culture shift here because, like, Miles Sanders was the previous regime where they drafted Kenneth Gainwell yeah. in the fifth round, but they love getting Gainwell actively involved in the offense. So part of me is thinking that I think Miles Sanders, like, he just might be just in this committee and even though he's always among the league leaders in yards per carry, he just doesn't get the volume. And, yeah. you know, he suffered from drops last year. Maybe there's some there's some uh, remnants of that still there. But, I mean, for what I've seen, I mean, he caught five out of six. He caught six out of five balls, five out of six balls last week. Yeah. Didn't go for many yards. But yeah. uh, I got to think that they're trying to involve him a little bit more. But, yeah, I still want to see a more traditional offense a little bit. Um, try to get that. I mean, they're, they're first in RPO right now, which makes sense because you have someone as dynamic as Jalen Hurts, but I would like to see uh, the the running backs also get a little bit more involved, similar to what we see out of Lamar Jackson, right? Like yeah, those running 100%. backs always still still have some kind of role in the offense. You're not just abandoning it all together, although we have seen Lamar start passing the rock unlike any other year that he has before. So um, excited for the game tomorrow. I think it's going to be tough sledding. Tampa Bay even on a short week, Tom Brady with a thumb injury. I don't know. It's going to be tough for the birds. Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see. I mean, you know, short week, we've heard about Tom Brady and the thumb, but um, it's Tom Brady. You know, he's going to be out there. A little sore thumb's not going to stop him. But um, it'll be interesting to see how much the sore thumb does affect him and it kind of alludes to some of my player props with the two guys that we just talked about. Um, so I guess you're leaning towards the Bucks here if you had to pick a side on the game. Uh, I like the Eagles at seven. Uh, okay. I think the game opened up around seven and a half and dropped yeah. a little bit to six and a half. Uh, partial, I'm actually going to take the under in this game because I feel like most, most people are probably assuming it's going to be, uh, Tom Brady continuing his, you know, four, three, four touchdown, uh, campaign here. Mm-hmm. And the Eagles have been really inconsistent. So 
I'm going to, I'm going to fade it, take the under. I think that we're going to get a little bit of a disappointment here on Thursday night football in a short week. It's going to be an interesting climate in Philly because there's a lot of, a lot of people on the other side of the ball, Todd Bowles, um, Bruce Arians, uh, several different players. Chris Godwin grew up in the Philly area. So, I mean, I think there's going to be some kind of emotional element there too okay. uh, that may be underrated of uh, people coming back to Philly. I know Bruce Arians has kind of dismissed it, but yeah. um, I think that, that I think Philly's going to get up for this one. Yeah, 100%. I mean, that's information that I didn't know that Dan's dropping here, that coach is from the other side, from the Philly area. So there you go. There, a little inside information from Dan here. <laughs> um, Dan, any other thoughts on the at least the side or the total from this guy? You want to move on to the player props? Um, no, let's move on to the player props. Okay. Let's get it. Let's take a quick break. We'll hear from our sponsors, and then Dan and I will dive into the player props for Thursday Night Football between the Eagles and the Buccaneers. We're brought to you by WinBet. Ready to win money and boost your odds? WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Tennessee, and Virginia. We're bringing the excitement of Win Las Vegas to online sports betting and casino play. Exclusive rewards right at your fingertips. Get in on all your favorite teams, players, and sports from NFL, NBA, MLB, NHL, golf, MMA, WNBA, and college football, and more. Great promos, odds, and payouts are happening right now at WinBet. From boosted parlays to live in-game odds on every major sport, we have what you need to win. Ready to play? Sign up today to receive a special offer, risk-free $1,000 sports bet. Download Bet Win. Download the WinBet app now or visit wynnbet.com to start winning. We're also brought to you by PropSwap. America's marketplace to buy and sell sports bets. The MLB playoffs are in full swing and PropSwap is your home for the best World Series futures. All season long, prop swappers have been finding the best odds in the country because you're buying directly from other bettors like yourself. Use the promo code SGP on your first deposit and PropSwap will double it up to $500. Double the cash means double the odds. If you love sports betting, you need to be using PropSwap. Every ticket purchased on PropSwap can be resold at any time, so your bet doesn't need to win in order to make money, it just needs to improve. Thousands of bettors across the country are shopping for tickets on PropSwap every day. Get started today by going to PropSwap.com or download the PropSwap app. PropSwap is where America buys and sells sports bets. All right, coming off of the break, uh, Dan and I will give you three player props each, and then we'll wrap it up with the best bet. Get some uh, prop bet going to get our week six started. Uh, Dan, I will kick it to you. Let's start off with your first player prop for this player prop for this game tomorrow night. What do you got for me? Yeah, the first one is the fade of Miles Sanders continues. I'm going under his under 62 and a half scrimmage yards minus 115 at DraftKings. Um, for much of what I alluded to before, the Eagles are really getting into this real time share, and they're committed to it in um, 80% of the game. So four out of the five that that uh, Miles Sanders has played, he's only gotten a 60-40 uh, snap share. So last week was the first time he actually got over 80% of the snaps. And, mm-hmm. you know, I think that that was game script dependent. When you're going up against a Tampa Bay defense that is first in rush defense, they're allowing only 48 rushing yards per game as a team. Yep. Um, I think that this is going to be a, a, this is either going to be a home run opportunity for Miles Sanders. Like he might break one off, but I lean towards, it's going to be a really tough day sledding. And he's probably not going to get that many opportunities to rush on this defense because they're so stout. I mean, over the last two weeks, Tampa Bay's defense 
um, has allowed 26 yards on 13 carries. Yep. The New England, the New England Patriots completely abandoned the run. Miami was like, screw that. We're not running on them either. So you saw Miles Gaskin go off for 74 receiving yards. Yeah. But I, I was paying attention to the media. Um, a lot of the linebackers, Levante David's not going to be in the game, but uh, um, the backup, Kevin Minter, as well as Bruce Arians, were talking about how they're going to make it a point to make sure all their linebackers get out in coverage, that they're not going to allow uh, the Eagles to really get their backs involved because that's what their game plan is, is really involving those those backs uh, to support Jalen Hurts in that RPO. So, yeah, I, I don't like Miles Sanders in this spot with the trends that's him not getting consistent workload and, frankly, just going up against the best rush defense in the league, man. It's going to be tough sledding. So I got him going under 62 and a half scrimmage yards. Well, Dan's making my life easier because I also have Miles Sanders under 33 and a half rushing yards on DraftKings also. So um agree with everything you said 100%. I mean, I'm not going to sit here and repeat everything you said, but you know, when we were digging into this, I mean, we talked about obviously the Buccaneers having the best rush defense, right? You do rattled off the numbers not only for the last two weeks, but all, throughout the first five weeks of the season, right? And like like we talked about earlier with Miles Sanders, it's kind of trending in the wrong direction. The snap count and the, the, the percentage is not there for him. Um, and like I said, over the last three weeks, Sanders has a total of 10, 20 carries and 85 rushing yards, right? He's exceeded 34 more rushing yards just once in that span. So like we said, now he has to go up against the Buccaneers, Buccaneers rush defense that ranks number one in opponent yards per rush attempt opponent uh, rushing yards per game allowed and opponent rush attempts per game. So I don't see that Nick Sirianni is going to run this ball, you know, towards this rush defense. So it's either going to be, you know, RPOs with Jalen Hurts probably making some moves or they're going to have to throw the ball here. And that kind of goes into going with the under, right? So with the game that you said that, do you trust Jalen Hurts' arm to put up points in this game, even though, the um the Buccaneers secondary is depleted pretty much. So it'll be interesting to see. So kind of a double like for myself and Dan there. Dan's taking both your receiving yards and rushing yards under what'd you say the number of 62 and a half? Correct. And then I'm also on the Miles Sanders under 33 and a half rushing yards for the same reasons that Dan uh said. So we knocked out our first two props with one stone there. Uh <laughs> yeah. Uh, great minds think alike. There we go. Uh, Dan, what do you got for me for your next one, bud? Yeah, second one, I'm going to go Mike Evans over 65 and a half receiving yards at minus 114. So the Eagles defense, even though they rank third in the NFL overall in pass defense, mm-hmm. if you look at if you look at uh, football out, outsiders who measures DVOA, um, they actually rank 22nd. And the reason why I'm look, I'm liking Mike Evans over you know, say Chris Godwin or Antonio Brown is that Mike Evans has actually lined up on the right side of the field, 36% of his snaps. And that's really been the vulnerability for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers uh, or excuse me for the Eagles in their uh, defense. So opposite Darius Slay essentially is what I'm saying. Mm -hmm. Darius Slay had two picks on, on Sam Darnold last week, but uh, Steven Nelson, the quarterback of the Eagles has really been vulnerable, letting up 88.8 yards to opposing wide receiver ones. Uh, through the first five weeks of the season, Mike Evans has been treated as that wide receiver one, even though we've seen Antonio Brown moved all over the place, you know, in the slot. And then you also have, you know, Chris Godwin moving from the outside to the inside as well. But Chris Godwin's banged up and yeah. Mike Evans, man, he's, he's, he's on a roll right now. He's cleared 65 and a half in four straight games with an average of 92.2 yards per game over that span. So I, I like Mike Evans here, man. I think he can get a nice little ISO 
on the outside of the, you know, the outside of the hash marks, you know, fade route, whatever. I mm. think he's going to get busy uh, against this Eagles secondary. I agree with everything that you said. And when I had Rod on uh, to talk about the player props from uh, the previous week, um, it was the week that the Patriots were playing the uh, Buccaneers. And he said that the Buccaneers really want to get Mike and Mike Evans involved early in the game yeah. and often. And I think that's exactly what they did in that game. So um, if you're you know, going to target Mike Evans, it's probably going to be early. And then hopefully, you know, I think in that first quarter or in that first half, he had already cashed his over receiving yard. So hopefully we see a some similar recipe for the uh, Buccaneers offense here. Um, and I agree with everything that you said, right? If he's on the other side of, of, of Darius, of, of, of Slay, then, then he should eat against this uh, secondary of the Philadelphia Eagles. Um, from my f- second one, I'm going to go to the quarterback one. And I got, I'm kind of swinging for the fences here. I'm going to go Tom Brady. I'm going to go under 301 and a half passing yards here. Um, Ooh, obviously, yeah, I like it. I like yeah. it. I kind of fading the kind of the public here. I think that's what this is going to blow up in my face or, but we'll see what happens. Um, you know, we, we talked about the sore thumb earlier. I think that it may be an issue for Tom Brady, uh, throwing the ball. So we might see a lot more running from, uh, um, uh, Giovanni Bernard, uh, Ronald Jones, possibly for this team. Um, but you know, you're on a short week. Like we mentioned, they're traveling to Philadelphia. And I know this is a hard pill to swallow taking an under on Brady passing yards because he's just been, he looks like he's, he's slinging 20, it. Yeah. He's slinging. He looks like he's 21 out there. Right. But the, you know, we talked about, or you alluded to that the Eagles pass defense hasn't been that bad. I know with, with DVOA with them ranking 21st or 22nd, like you mentioned, um, I think there's still something to this Eagles passing defense. Right. And I think, the numbers are saying that, yeah, they're number three in passing yards allowed, number four in opponent yards per pass attempt, number three in opponent rush, uh, sorry, opponent yards per completion. And it's not like the Eagles have faced crappy quarterbacks. I mean, they've played, right. they, they faced Dak Prescott, they faced Patrick Mahomes, and they only let up 238 passing yards to Dak Prescott, and they only gave up 278 to Patrick Mahomes, which would have been a lot uh, less on that last play of that game. I believe it was fourth and five. And they threw a 44-yard bomb to Tyreek Hill when they kind of really didn't need to to put that game out of reach. So um, that passing yard number is, is a little inflated for the Eagles' defense just because of that one pass from Patrick Mahomes, an extra 44 yards. So I, I'm, I'm going to kind of fade the public here. I feel like they'll be all over the Tom Brady prop. He might blow up in my face fading the goat here, but I think that there might be a more of a commitment to the running game here. So I'm going to take Tom Brady under 300, 301 and a half passing yards. Yeah, I, I, I like the fate of it. And this is one of the props that I was tinkering with a lot over the last night, um, debating what that third one was going to be, because the game script to me is definitely pointing towards Brady not being as active throwing the ball. Um, mm. But at least it's, it's the yardage thing for me. Um, he's been he's a pretty quick. He's pretty quick at getting rid of the ball. Yeah. Um, in, in terms of like a, the stab count and whatnot. So. Um, it's interesting that you've chose the yardage because I was hoping that you wouldn't choose mine. Um, so I think it's a good segue into my third one. Um, okay. I was going to go with Tom Brady over 39 and a half pass attempts. Okay. And the only reason I'm doing this is because of what you said of Dak and Mahomes also doing this. So if you look at the yardage, they didn't clear that in, right. in terms of the relative to what the Eagles performance was, but the one thing that was constant was that at least people are throwing or attempting to throw the ball. Mm-hmm. So even if Brady doesn't have a huge success, I still think he's going to be throwing more often than not. 
He's thrown for over 40 attempts in four out of five games this season. Um, and he's also done it five out of seven in his career versus Philly, including the playoffs. So let's not forget the last time Tom Brady played against the Eagles, he got Philly specialed out in Minneapolis. So oh God. I think that there's got to be a little <laughs> bit of that dude is competitive as shit. So I oh, got to yeah. feel like there's got a little bit of, uh, of some, um, it's a revenge narrative there that he's going to want to try to kick them in the mouth. Now, if he has 300 yards to do it, I don't know. I don't care. But I think, you know, at least he could get 40 pass attempts considering the the success of those other two quarterbacks who I would consider, you know, that the Bucks are first in passing offense this season. And, you know, the Chiefs aren't right there or right there behind him. And Dak is, isn't too far away. So I think that the passing game script is still going to be there. It's just a matter of how effective that will be against a pretty stout um, and formidable Eagles secondary. Yeah, I agree with what you're saying, right? And then, you know, if the, if those two type of quarterbacks like Prescott and Mahomes that we mentioned that the past attempts, um, and I think that, you know, Tom Brady is a guy that he's going to fling it, right? He's going to sling the ball. We've seen it through the first five weeks here. I mean, I think last week, I think they said that it was his first career game where he had 400 passing yards, and I think four touchdowns in the same game. Uh, don't quote me on that, but I think that's what I read. But nonetheless, I mean, this guy, Benjamin Button over here, Tom Brady, I mean, I, you know, we can sit here and, <laughs> we can sit here and talk about him for hours and hours. And it, it's just crazy what this guy is able to do. So hopefully he gets the pass attempts, uh, but it's not for a lot of yards. Hopefully it's like short dinks and dunks and the Eagles are making the tackle. So both of us can catch our uh, prop here. Um yeah, 400, 400 yards and five TDs. Yeah, five TDs. That's what it was. Yeah, so, I mean, they just put a spanking on Miami last week. So, um, yeah, well, hopefully that doesn't come to fruition tomorrow night. We get a more of a competitive game, uh, at least for your sake, being an Eagles fan. <laughs> well, it's um, even crazy. Well, I uh-huh. mean, because even that was a that was a blowout narrative, and he was still throwing the ball. You know, right. he threw it 41, 41 times. So, yeah. you know, I I think there's definitely – I think this is just the way of the Bucks right now. And they'll still get the uh, the run game certainly involved. I'm just curious to see if the Eagles can actually get some pressure on him because, uh, but the other thing that we've seen, that's pretty rare about Tom Brady. He's been like rushing his, his <laughs> QB props for rushing yards yeah. are super weird, but he's, he's netted uh, four straight games of positive yardage in rushing six, 14, three and 13. And his rushing props are like a modest one and a half. So I don't know if this, this Benjamin button Brady likes running the ball. Now it's, it's super bizarre. Do we want to add one more prop? I know we haven't discussed it, but I see it right now. Tom Brady rushing yards tomorrow is one and a half. One and a half. You know what? I'll, I'll he's, throw got, bon- he's got wheel. He's got wheels now, man. This is it, crazy. Forty-four-year-old Brady just. I'll throw it out there. Let's weird. go, Tom Brady over one and a half rushing yards. Okay, <laughs> dude. If the birds could get to him, he's gonna get that scamper for like four yards. The one thing I I, I am concerned about though is. Um, if the game gets out of hand and yeah. he starts kneel down and yeah. then he loses it that's that way. But thing. it's what it's one and a half yards, man. Just give me like a 10 yard scamper, get yeah. that little buffer, and then we're working it back. <laughs> there we go. We throw a bonus prop out there for you guys. Tom Brady <laughs> over one and a half rushing yards. <laughs> um, uh, for my last one here, Dan, I'm going to go uh, with one of the Eagles wide receivers here is as Quaz Watkins over 39 and a half receiving yards. And I kind of want to get your input on this is that he's probably not the first, second, or even third option on this Eagles team, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, Do you think that's correct? Yeah, that's accurate. I'd say he's the third option in the pass game. Okay. Behind the running backs. Okay. That's fair. Yeah. So, um, but, you know, Watkins is averaging 20 and a half rush, uh, sorry, yards per reception so far this season. And, 
We talked about the Buccaneers secondary that is absolutely decimated by injuries. I'm not sure they're getting any of these guys back this week, but I believe that Hurts and at least Watkins could take advantage of this, right? Uh, Watkins has 40 or more receiving yards in three out of his last four weeks. I know the target share is not there for him, but this is a guy that can probably, you know, he has speed. He can catch a ball, make a move and, and, you know, get yards after the catch. So I think that, um, Possibly with Dallas Goddard out tomorrow. I know he tested positive for COVID, um, but uh, if he tests negative, obviously he can play, but I haven't seen him ruled out yet. But if he is out tomorrow, I think that just gives more opportunities to Watkins here tomorrow to uh, get some more receiving yards in his place. Um, so I like his prop to go over 39 and a half receiving yards. Yeah, I think it's an interesting play because I was actually looking at him for longest reception. Yeah. Um, because he that's all he does is that he Jalen Hurts has found a way to get him in that like Tyler Lockett like like mode where he'll just find him on these looping, these looping passes downfield. And, you know, I think that 20 and a half yards per catch is probably a bit inflated by that 91 yard reception that he had. But either way, he's there it's him and Rieger that are their deep threat guys and Rieger yeah. can't get any separation, but for some reason, Quez Watkins is always wide open. So um, I think that that that's the right player to to look at there um, opposite Devonte Devonte Smith, who will probably still have a pretty good game. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just don't know about his, I think that they're probably going to try to scheme for him more than like a Quez Watkins, which I think would, you know, obviously 30, 30 something yards of Quez, if Quez, if Quez is going to do it, he's going to do it off of like one reception. So, I yeah. think it's very low, very low risk uh, to take that. And especially if he starts getting volume, even better. So I like it. Yeah. And I think that I'm also looking at Jalen Hurts, uh, his longest completion might be it's around 37 and a half. But if we're talking about longest reception for uh, uh, Watkins tomorrow, I see it at 20 and a half. So I think that's a little modest for a guy that's averaging about 20 and a half uh, yards per reception there. So um, it'll be interesting to see if, if he gets more involved in, the, in this uh, passing game here for the uh, Philadelphia Eagles. Let's take one final break, uh, and then we will come back and wrap it up with any final thoughts, and we'll throw out one best bet for the game tomorrow night between the Bucks and the Eagles. Keeps offers a simple, stress-free way to keep your hair. Convenient virtual doctor consultations and medications delivered straight to your door every three months. You don't have to leave your home. Low-cost treatments start at just $10 per month and Keeps offers generic versions, discreet packaging, and proven results. Keeps has more 5-star reviews than any of its competitors. Prevention is key. Treatment can take 4-6 to six months to see results, so act fast. If you're ready to take action and prevent hair loss, go to keeps.com SGP to receive your first month of treatment for free. That's keeps.com SGP to get your first month free. K-E-E-P-S.com slash S-G-P. Do you wish you could have had stock in a guy like Patrick Mahomes or Christian McCaffrey? Well, now, Prediction Strike makes that a real possibility. Prediction Strike is the only performance-based sports stock market where you can buy and sell shares of professional athletes as if they were stocks. It's like Robin Hood and DraftKings had a baby. Prediction Strike lets fans create portfolios of their favorite athletes so they can make money and get even closer to the game. Don't just bet on your favorite players, start investing in them. Simply download Prediction Strike's new and easy new and easy to use app from the App Store or sign up at predictionstrike.com to create an account. 
use promo code SGPNPROP, then deposit funds to buy, sell, and hold shares of your favorite players, just like you would real stocks. The value of players will change based upon game performance and supply and demand, and you can trade your shares of players at any time, as long as the player isn't currently in a game. Use promo code SGPNPROP to receive a free athlete share with your first deposit of $20 or more. Are you the best NBA better in the US? You can prove it on OddsCrowd in their free to join and play fantasy betting contest. There is a season long NBA contest with $3,000 in cash up for grabs as well as weekly $200 contest as well. Here's how it works. Once you enter a contest, you track your bets against real odds and lines, much like you would with any pick tracking app. The most profitable players rise up the leaderboard. If you have the highest profit at the end of the contest, you win. An, odd, an odds crowd isn't just fantasy betting contests, it's a social app for sports bettors. Free to download, you can live group chat with other bettors, track your bets, set up private fantasy contests with your buddies, and much more. So download the app for free or go to oddscrowd.com today. And last but not least, make sure to download the SGPN app. The SGPN app is now live in the App Store and Google Play Store. The app gives you easy access to all of our picks and podcasts. Don't forget to toss up an app review and download the SGPN app today. All right, coming off of the break, uh, Dan, any final thoughts that you have for this game? I know your birds are in action, so any other uh, thoughts for this game, player props you might, or players that you may be looking at to kind of stand out or anything like that? Uh, one, one quick thing to just go back to Quez Watkins real quick. Yeah. I mean, he's got an average depth per target of 10.1. Mm-hmm. That's really solid, man. If he keeps on that trend of, you know, three, four receptions, he's going to get that. He's definitely going to get that, uh, that, that receiving prop. So I like that. Um, but yeah, in terms of the game, I'm just going to be watching as a, as a fan. I, I, the, the Eagles have been very frustrating throughout the season. I think that yeah. they easily should have won that San Francisco game. Uh, they let a couple other teams off the hook. They got spanked by the Kansas city chiefs. But, you know, I think that this team is, is kind of starting to at least move the ball. So I'm mm-hmm. excited to watch that, see how they can play against the scheming and if Nick Sirianni, Sirianni ultimately gets outcoached. But overall, man, I uh, don't have too much faith in the Eagles this season. I think this is going to be Dallas's division to lose. Yeah. And at this point, we're just going to be trying to, you know, fuck up Tampa Bay's seating. So <laughs> I'm all for it. Um, looking at this as an under, so – Hopefully it's entertaining enough that we can still get some some action on a Thursday night. I tend to hate Thursday night games. I usually pull all my fantasy players from it no matter what, just because mm-hmm. these are usually shit games. But yeah, excited to see it, man. Birds and birds in prime time. That's gonna be fun. Yeah, I'm uh, excited for this game tomorrow. Uh, we've got some snoozes prior to last week, so you know we we got the Eagles and the uh, defending champions Bucks tomorrow night on Thursday night football. Let's wrap up the show here. Let's give our one best bet of the props that we gave out. Dan, I'll kick it to you. Uh, let's go with a best bet that you have from the three that you gave out. The best bet. I'm going to go with the fade of Miles Sanders. 62 and a half scrimmage yards, taking the under there. Uh, I, uh, if they get him involved, amazing. Hey, I'd love to see it. But I, all indications are that this man is fading further and further um, back into into the doghouse and just not reliable on a weekly basis. Yeah, I agree with that. I think, you know, we we kind of nailed the handicap there that this defense, at least the rush defense, probably not expecting much from uh, Sanders on the ground there. But, 
even though last week he had five five targets, five receptions for only six yards, I think that if he has that type of game again, uh, that should definitely <laughs> <laughs> definitely cash uh, to the under uh, for his rushing and receiving yards tomorrow night. Uh, for my one, it will just be the guy that we just talked about, uh, Watkins, over 39 and a half uh, receiving yards. I also do like his longest completion at 20 and a half, so, but I'll go with over 39 and a half passing yards, sorry, uh, receiving yards for all the reasons that we talked about. I think that Watkins, you know, he has the speed. He can get the separation, like Dan said. Um, so uh, hopefully he, you know, gets it done early on for us. So it's a sweat free win, but I think he can take yeah. advantage of this decimated uh, secondary for the uh, Buccaneers, but um, hopefully it's a good game tomorrow night. Um, and, you know, we'll be back next or we'll be back on Friday, I believe for the Sunday games, but till then, uh, Dan, final thoughts, and then let the people know where they can find you, buddy. Can't believe we're at week six already. Yeah, man. Next week, we're going to be talking about hoops. Keep tuning into the propcast <laughs> because we're going to start doing NBA props very soon. Got some season awards we're going to talk about. So tune in, subscribe to the feed. We appreciate the support as always. Um, hit up the SGPN app. Make sure you download that. Check out all the latest work. Munaf's just been a machine. Munaf the machine, Manji. Um, <laughs> whether it's written, podcast, whatever, man, this guy does it all. So people off his work in there. And you can find me on Twitter at Dan Titus, just doing a bunch of shit, you know, hit me up. <laughs> yeah, man. I mean, Dan's been grinding uh, over on action network over there. I know he's a busy man. Uh, you know, we used to exchange a lot of messages, but I know this guy is, he's getting overworked over at action network. So everybody's <laughs> listening over there, give the man a raise, but uh, <laughs> echoing on everything Dan said, it's already week six. Now NBA hoop starts. Uh, next week, next Tuesday, it's going to be crazy. Dan and I will be doing a NBA prop cast show tomorrow. Look for that over probably on Thursday should be released by then. Um, but, uh, also, you know, we do have our own, uh, feed here for the prop cast. So on your favorite players, whether it's Apple podcast, Spotify, uh, Google play store, please subscribe to us. Uh, it'll do us a huge solid, leave us a review, um, if you like the show, hopefully it's five stars and leaving a good comment for us. So please do that. Make sure to subscribe. And also I know the hockey guys have started their own uh, podcast. It started, I believe two days ago. So check those guys out. Uh, SGPN is doing it all right now, man. We're covering every single sport. Again, a lot of stuff going on here. NBA right around the corner. Like we said, NFL, MLB playoffs. We're getting closer and closer to the world series. MMA, uh, golf is back in action. So so much going off. So make sure to check out the website, sportsgamblingpodcast.com. Rate, review, subscribe. Uh, till then, hopefully we are able to have a sweep on Thursday Night Football with our props. Till then, let's break the books off and let it ride.